brought to you by the Rugby Outlet Mall, equipping you for freedom and connection through rugby. Find out more at RugbyOutletMall.com. Oh, what's really good, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of Grow Rugby. My name is Gift Gift Time at Baylou. I got just a really good interview for today. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Now, I'm going to be honest because I know a lot of times people are saying, hey, nobody wants to see the sausage being made. But I'm here to be honest with you, and I want to let you know whenever things, what things are as they are. Uh, this interview was actually done several months back. Uh, it was one of the first ones that I did for the HBC Rugby Classic, but there had been some audio issues that needed to get fixed up, so I had to work on that before I was able to drop it, but uh, it's definitely one of the good ones, definitely one of the great ones. Talk to my guy, Saif Safir, uh, with Morehouse College. If you don't know what Morehouse College is, that is another HBCU, Historically Black College and University that uh, actually had been a part of the HBCU Rugby Classic, one of the original two, as is now has been the two, and then the high school programs itself. And uh, we had a really great conversation talking about the origins of uh, uh, Morehouse College Rugby, where they're going, um, impact that they've had within their community, and subsequently to the individual people. Uh, I think it's definitely one that you're going to want to listen to. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, after my voice is done here, you're going to enjoy listening to his voice as well. But um, I think it was definitely one that you 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 attach yourself to because um, it's a really good story. And, you know, it's really honest and it's really thorough. And um, like I said, it was a really great one. I'm glad to finally be able to release it um, and not just be sitting on it because, you know, you want these things to be able to – to be heard and viewed. I want you to be getting this knowledge. I want you to get this knowledge, yo. <laughs> but no, but no, I, I really think you guys will love this one. And um, yeah, and look, as always, these episodes sponsored by the Rugby Outlet Mall, where we are here to equip you for freedom and network via rugby. And we want to make sure that you guys are able to catch what you want. And obviously, we want to be a symbol for all things when it comes to the connections and bridging for rugby. It's not just another rugby shop where you're going to be looking at kits and socks and bags, but it is one that is supposed to help you and will help you lead into the culture so that you can subsequently use rugby culture both on and off the field. So I'm excited to be able to hook you guys up with the coupon code ROMRUGBY2020. That is R-O-M. R-U-G-B-Y 2020, and that's going to give you free shipping on all goods directed to the GTRN and uh, HBCU Rugby Classic lines. Uh, the, we have everything leading from movies to uh, T-shirts to food to travel equipment. We want to make sure that as you enter into that rugby life, as you are able to travel, as you are able to connect with others, that you have the means of being able to do so properly. So check out Rugby Outlet Mall, R-U-G-B-Y-O-U-T-L-E-T-M-A-L-L.com, or you can look us up on Rugby Outlet Mall on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Give it a follow. Catch up on what we're going to have pushing through. We got some great things coming up, but check it out. You guys want to be a part, help support. Yo, go take a look. And that's coupon code ROMRUGBY2020. All right. Now, let's get to it. 
Safudin Safir of Morehouse Rugby. Check it out. Grow rugby, 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 grow What's up, everybody? Welcome to this show. I got a great guest for you today coming out of the ATL representing for more house college rugby my guy one of the first to come on to the HBCU rugby classic Saif Safir bro thanks for coming through yes sir it's a pleasure it's a pleasure I wouldn't rather I wouldn't be doing anything else with my time at the moment this time of night so I mean spreading the culture of rugby amongst our community man yo amen to that I love it Bro, you know, I kind of, I always really appreciated when you guys came through. And, uh, you know, it was so exciting to be able to start this stuff off. But kind of getting everything kicked off, like, tell me, how did you get involved with, like, Morehouse Rugby? How did this all end up starting? Uh, so, we started in late, well, the idea came about. Um, in 2011, one of my uh, incoming freshman colleagues um, from D.C. went to DeMatha. Um, and also one of my, uh, I guess I would call them old heads or upperclassmen, they had the idea to start the program. And um, by the time 2012 came around to where the team was actually coming into fruition, um, I had been, you know, trailblazing for the swim team at the time, um, trying to get the swim team to become uh, a club sport again at the school because back in the 70s, Morehouse was a dynamic swim program, which was crazy, hard to believe, you feel me? But um, I was invested in that and I kind of knew the in and outs of what it took to get uh, a sports program to that level. And um, pretty much I, I was cool with the guys who had the idea and I was more than you feel me honored to help when they when they came to me like um hey you feel me what what can we do what are some of the ins and outs of you feel me getting this club to where we want it to be and recognize us at the school and uh from there we kind of just put it on our back and championed it until where it is today you feel me i kind of you know took a little bit more of the the workload just because of you feel me my hustle like we spoke we spoke about that but um that hustle became a hustle for rugby. Like I fell in love with the sport and I wasn't, it's rare that you saw me on campus without a ball or you saw me, you feel me in the calf and I wasn't talking about the team one way or another. So I really, I just took it upon myself to, to champion that, that mission and that movement. And um, from there we did, the brotherhood just became thicker and thicker. You know, you're jumping between these two sports so what was the what made it for you the decision to switch over completely to rugby um, and, and then ultimately put swimming to the side, I guess, competitively? So 2011, second semester, coming into 2012, um, the team, the swim team was taken off. You know what I'm saying? We kind of got it to the point where uh, myself and my the person I took on the task with Jelani Watkins, um, we could just pass the reins down. You know, that's just how how explosive the movement was. You feel me? 
of the ABC Tiger Sharks. You feel me? They were just like with how I did with rugby. I was when I was champion for the swim team. I was literally doing the same thing, talking about it all the time. You know, what I'm saying, it's letting people know about the history of Morehouse's swim team and how we were playing and beating uh, Tech and Emory and you feel me schools like that back in when swimming was you feel me not a sport for us. Even so, like in, in the 1970s, like that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, right. And little do people know, Samuel Jackson was actually on the swim team. Oh, what? Um, true. Back in that day, on some on some wild, low key fun fact. I like I like the double humble brag. Is the Samuel L. Jackson was on the swim team. Also, Samuel L. Jackson, Morehouse alum. <laughs> yeah, 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 sir. So. Uh, Literally, uh, I would use that. I, I came into Morehouse as a freshman with this knowledge of the swim team. Um, and I also swam pretty much from 10th grade to 12th grade year. So I was I was a swimmer all in all coming into Morehouse. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to make a team, blah, blah, blah. This is what I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Not knowing, you feel me, rugby was, you feel me, in the bushes. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm about to steal your heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once that took place, um, I was able to, you know, pass the reins down uh, of leadership on the swim team and um, pretty much take on the next task. You know, I felt comfortable with where the team was, though the foundation for the swim team could have been a lot more solid. But, you know, what I'm saying it's it's still an unorthodox sport for us. You know, what I mean, so for a school to fully be vested in it is going to take a lot more and more you feel me, time of and well, time and funding. So that might be a project I pick back up when I'm, you know, super wealthy <laughs> in the future. You know what I mean? But yeah. So. No, and you know, I, I and I get that. So you know, you so rugby ends up, you know, tapping the swim teams moving. So then, whenever you guys came into rugby, because I think the first time that I got to meet you guys was 2014, 2015. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was around the same time as whenever they were doing Atlanta Sevens for the women. And I found out that Morehouse College had a team. And I was like, yo, are you serious? I was like, wait, 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 wait. When did, they, when did this get into it? Like, this is... You're right. <laughs> so, you know, you guys, this is like 2013, 2014. You've been at this for the last couple of years. What were some of these challenges that you had, that you guys were having um, in developing the team? Man. So many, so many, so many. First, I would say battling the ignorance to the sport, you know, what people thought they knew about the sport um, and really rectifying that ignorance first. Um, But mainly, yeah, that that, I'd say that was the biggest thing. Um, Secondly, under that was it was it was a competition between us and every other sport at Morehouse every other established sport. So to use, you know, facilities and to use parts of the stadium that we really needed to utilize sometimes wasn't always available and accessible to us. Like even if, you know, there would visibly be no one in that area, just certain certain things weren't allowed because we didn't reach that level of official, you know, officialness yet to where we, you know, had the clout to start doing things. But once we started uh you know, making appearances in the school paper and beating local teams around us and, you know, challenging Emory and challenging State and things like that, that's when we kind of started to get more noticed. And then we started to realize that 
we needed a faculty presence. Um, and that's really what changed our, our, our trajectory tremendously because once we got that, then we were able to start, you know, renting vehicles to travel. We were able to use indoor facilities when it was rainy and things of that nature. Some, some things that we really have to rekindle, you know, that I'm thinking about with uh, the program and keep, you feel me, alive with the program. But very pivotal, uh, pivotal avenues that would definitely help us. But mainly it was uh, the use of facilities, the use of, uh, you know, the football field, literally being able to put up flyers around campus, get them approved by, you know, the the campus, um, what's it called? The, the, the intramural office or something like that? It's pretty much the, the organization. It was called CASA, but it was pretty much the organizations that were responsible for any event that would go on on campus, the requisition of the rooms and stuff like that. Like it had to be approved through, you feel me, the SGA and stuff like that. Oh my so, God, it sounds like so much bureaucracy. <laughs> so competing, competing with the other sports, um, debunking the myths about the sport, as well as, you know, just overall fears of, you know, trying something new. But um, for me, that was really easy to overcome because all it took was consistency. Like, though in the moment I was annoyed, like, why aren't people trying to come and play rugby? Like, but at the end of the day, you got to realize people don't really take to do things as quickly as, you know, you might think, you know what I'm saying? They like to see other people do it first and it's like, okay, then I'll try it. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, the rare, the rare finds that would just jump in and be like, "Hey, I'm all in for rugby. I'm down. Let's do it." You know what I'm saying? I, I stuck to them. I was like, "Yeah, come on, pull up." But the ones that I kind of had to like work on and keep reminding every time I see them, you know what I'm about to say to you, type look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's really what it took. You know what I mean? Um, and once that started to be understood amongst everybody on the team and not just me, that's when we really started to get. Uh, a presence on campus and um, and uh, yeah, traction on on our mission, dude, man. Hey, yo, look, I I think that again, it's one of those things that people underestimate how much work. And you know, I've been a big believer. I, I you know, my hope is to be able to get it on every athletic, willing, capable HBCU rugby campus because I I realize yeah. that some campuses are community colleges, some just can't have sports but for the ones that can and are capable of holding it like the work to be able to go from student athlete uh student student to student club starter to recruiter to authority uh uh, maintainer like e-board member right like yo the diligence that you have to have and especially when you don't have the natural outside support that goes along with it it it's, can be very overwhelming, but yo, once that, once that, like you said, consistency. And I feel like this is facts for life, but consistency ends up playing playing the 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 name in the game in this one. Right. Um, it was it was to the point where like, if I saw anyone, literally, I mean, we go to an all male school. If I saw anyone that remotely looked athletic or even didn't, you know what I'm saying, like that just had a, a certain energy. I'm like, all right, bet you look like you'd be good at rugby. Why? Because of this, that, and third. Oh, you play basketball? This is what you like about rugby. I kind of just had to start making it uh, something relatable to them and their, where, where they were. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, 
you play lacrosse. Well, this is how this is similar in rugby. You feel me? I had to make rugby relatable to them in their own way so that it wasn't something so ominous looking. You know what I mean? Um, and the, the really the thing that kept me going so hard was that we're at an all-male institution. Come on. Like, there's no excuse why we can't find 15 brothers, 20 brothers, you feel me, to get on this field for this cause. And I just refused to believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to accept it. So I just kept going every day, every day, every day. Like, even though I was, you know, doing a number of other things, rugby had become one of the things that uh, I wanted to grow. You feel me? And I saw, I saw the, the, the worth and the, uh, the necessity for it amongst our people and our community. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like that's just something that is going to stay with me for life now. <laughs> and it's not just like, uh, uh, hey, I was in college and it was something cool to do now. Nah, like, this is transcendent after college. Like, we're not done. <laughs> Facts. I finished. Because it, it really dawned on me, like, when I graduated in 2016, I was just like, man, like, what, what, what next? And then I really thought about it. I'm like, we are the ones that's really responsible for getting this, this sport, getting the knowledge of this sport to our, to our people. Right. You know what I'm saying? No one else, the, the, the Morehouse Rugby alum, you, that's our responsibility. That's right. our duty. You feel me? As, as uh, alumni of the team, when, wherever you go, you champion the Morehouse Rugby name and you also, you know, champion the sport of rugby amongst, you feel me, our community because it's vital. It's, it's definitely vital. Yeah, dude, and and it comes kind of to the, one of the reasons why I created the HBC Rugby Classic, but even to what I, I wanted to get this career going because of the fact that there is that. I think, you know, whenever you, you we step onto the field for this first time, it's like, oh, man, this is dope. I like to play on the field. Then right. like, we get a chance to see the rugby culture in and of itself, and you're like, oh, okay, yo, this makes sense. Like, this is this is close. Like, and we've all been in other sports, whether it's swimming, football, basketball or whatever but there's always something that comes within this rugby culture that it's like i i know i know i've been cool with all my guys before but there's something something different about this there's something deeper that goes in with this it's a different bond because i I feel like it 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 redefines you know playing for the the person next to you it really does you know i'm saying like and all the and it personifies it the best in my opinion you know what I'm saying? Like basketball and, and the NFL and yeah, y'all are teammates and by doing your specific role, you are helping the team, yes. But in rugby, there might be a chance where I literally need you. Like I need you to help me. You know what I'm saying? Like I need you to be my support in this in this specific moment. Where I just I just don't see it translating the same in other sports, you know? Like I feel like in, in with rugby in a, on a certain play. If I'm not where I need to be, I'm letting my brother down. Right. Not because oh I missed the shot or oh I I didn't I threw an interception or something. Nah, but just because I wasn't in the right spot to to be of use to you, you know what I'm saying? Like that you you can't really plan that. You know what I mean? That's kind of like we got to be on the same page. We have to have like a hive mind almost. Right. You know, in order to really make this thing work, and that that's what I love. I feel like like once we we as a people get a hang of of that thought process and that uh love and care for the person next to you things positive things are coming like good things are you feel me bound to happen a hundred percent you know and, and 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 again you know it was that was one of those things like i was like yo you know the connection especially like 
when you start traveling out and you see rugby, not just within your team or your area, but then you start seeing it in other states, you see it in other countries if given the opportunity. And the fact that you had the opportunity to go to other countries with it, and it still maintains this, this level of cultural similarity, you know? Right. So it's just like, okay, one, it, you sit back and you go like, one, why is nobody really ever talking about how much this network really is like real like yeah, it is the secret society what yes i like yo and all these people are in legitimately all parts of life from all <laughs> levels and it's just like yo like i get you get frat but yo here's this rugby life thing all you got to do is at the least at the worst is be able to play on the field at the least yo just be a participant like be right. a participant in the with the team or the culture but you don't even have to even be on the field and it's just right. like, yo, wh why did nobody really explain this as being like one of those common ground things that you can get across the board where it's just like, yo, just just know, hey, you play? Yeah, I play. Oh, man, we good. Facts, we automatically fan. Right. <laughs> Auto automatically. And it's, it's uh, like if any other sport were to make a team – like or make a, a group of people unified, it'd be this one. You feel me? Like, because I feel like rugby is a sport where you can't not trust the person next to you. Right. Other sports, maybe you be like, okay, I can do this by myself. Okay, I can take this to the hole. You feel me? I can. You feel me? Do this alone. But when you're on that field, you have to be able to know. Okay, this person's about to be here when I when I carry this ball into contact. Right. You, or hey, come with me. I know I'm. I can. I can put you in this in a spot to score. You know what I'm saying? Because of what I'm about to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's literally, it, it doesn't, rugby is like, and for me, it's like war. You feel me? It's, it's like you're on a battlefield. And, and if, you, if you're going out with your platoon, you got to be ready for whatever. You got to be able to put yours on the line for him and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that, that closeness isn't built, you feel me, through, through easy stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? It does, it's not... It's not built overnight, but it's not it's not easy to create that bond. You know what I mean? If it was, you feel me, all these other sports would would definitely be you feel me higher up on the international right. level. You know I mean that's that's why I feel like rugby's so close to soccer because they gotta be able to trust each other on that on that soccer pitch. Like we running back and forth all these times, like I gotta know we gotta be on the same page. You feel I'm not gonna be wasting my energy for this. You feel me to not be on the same page to win, you know what I mean? But yeah, bro. Rugby rugby definitely builds a whole a whole different texture. Dude, and I'm gonna even add one more layer, and I think also it adds to what differs it from other sports. And I I'll say even this with soccer. Um I think there's something about the way that we utilize the social. Because like you said, whenever we typically in sports is it's it's us and our guys, you know, our teammates versus right us the other teammate and there right. it's not just like it's the others like that's my enemy and i'm not right. gonna i'm not messing with them in any way shape or form on or off or even if we do it might be very loose but yo we about to destroy those the guys in general right. but within rugby like it's yo we're gonna battle it on the field i would say it, it really is fam because it's like yo look i'm gonna battle you on the field yo you might you might, might you might be my brother you might be my sister you might be my cousin yo right. we we gonna battle it out then we're gonna be good afterwards, and, and like that's—it's a very weird way to switch off 
Because typically you want to hold it so it's like, yo, if I play you again, yo, I don't feel anything about taking you out. But right, it's right. like, no, we're not trying to take you out in the classic sense. It's like, yo, we're trying to bump you. Because if you just go and be like, yo, I'm going to target you and aim and take you out, yo, right. I can mess up my teammates because I won't be there on where I need right. to be in the right place. Right. You right, know? Right, right. When, you, when, when the ego gets involved, you feel me? That That's really what it is, bro. It's that, that lack of ego. And, and it builds a sense of selflessness and... uh yeah, selflessness because yeah. it's like selflessness for your teammates, and on the other side, like you're saying, yeah, they're the opposition. But what what's it to me? Like, yeah, I want them to give me a good game. Right. I want to be, I want to challenge them. Oh yeah, you just got a good hit on me. I'm about to get a good hit on you back, and then we're gonna laugh about this later. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna get mad about it. Yeah, it's, I think it's just that that redirection of the ego. You know what I'm saying? Not in a negative sense to where it's like, oh yeah, if we don't win, we're lesser than blah blah blah. Nah, we you feel me, we're still great athletes and so are they. You feel me? But rugby's a game where it's any man's game at any point in time. You feel me? Any point in time. So and that you can't help but respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just how it is. You can't and, and when you get mad about it, you really just sit there and you gotta think what led to this, you feel me, this L or to this, you feel me emotional discomfort within me and a lot of times it's something that you feel me either you did or there was a weak link in the team and that that's what also makes it beautiful because now you know where you can fix you know what i'm saying like you can see it like it, it gives you such a wide range of of uh just option. Wide, of, of, of yeah. emotional uh, emotional options emotional breadth yeah, there you go. So you can actually pinpoint where 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 uh you went wrong at. You right. Know what I mean? The thing is like it we always promote picking picking the person ne- next to you up. You feel me? A lot of other sports you get mad, oh you messed up, blah 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 blah. Right. You know, you get a, you get an emotional rage. But rugby, they're like, Oh yeah, next time. You right. Because so many phases and so many minutes and seconds in the game, it's just like, bro, you're we wasting time. time thinking about this. We got a game to play, you feel me? So it kind of just that that's really one of the things that helped me in a day on a day to day sense, like something doesn't go your way. There's so much more time to you feel me to fix it or make it up or find another way. You feel me? But that's literally the sense of rugby. Oh, this this hole didn't work. Let's try another way. Swing the ball back out left. You feel me? Oh, didn't work left. Swing it back right. You feel me? Keep trying and don't give up. That's really the, the basis of it. No, I think that's that's a hundred percent truth. Hundred percent truth. All right, so you know, let's kind of fast forward a little bit to HBC Rugby Classic 2018. You know, uh, I, I we had been talking about this honestly on and off for the last year or so, last year or two. And I didn't even, you know, it was funny. Like I didn't even realize how much I talked about it until one of my buddies explained it to me, and he was like, "Yo, you've been talking about doing this for two years. Like, I'm glad that you're doing this." So. You know, obviously, I got in contact. Say what? That's how you know it's a seed. Right. You, you know, it's it awesome overnight, but you feel me? You brought it into fruition, bro. Like, eternally, you feel me? I commend you for that, bro, for sure. And, like, I'm I'm here in whatever aspect you need to really get this to the level I know it can be. And this is the only the third year, and it's yeah. already. Dude, boo, it, like, like, that's the thing <laughs> that got me so excited. So, wait, wait, before yeah. I go into that, because I'm, I'm going to start getting too hyped, because last right. year it, it changed it like i'd never been like so set on like okay 
I have a cl- there's a clear vision for this, and we all in it. Um, yeah. But you know, the first year whenever we did this, we, obviously we talked about it before, but we never knew what was gonna exactly happen. Uh, obviously, I talked with Sean Sean Elms, uh, who was coaching with you guys at the time, and you know, we're like, hey, come to Baton Rouge, let's do this game. So for you guys, like, what was the decision making process? What was the process like? on that first year to be able to come out? Man, uh, so 2018, I graduated in 2016. So definitely this was something I was, you feel me, wanting since we played FAMU that first time, you feel me? We were like, okay, FAMU got a team. Now we can really make something happen, have a tournament. Now that Prairie View had a team. Um, coming out there, it was it was it was mandatory almost. You feel me? In my eyes, I so I was literally once again getting up on my my soapbox trying to get people to you feel me unify and get down. You feel me to Baton Rouge, but um, we you know we didn't have the best showing, but I knew that's something that we had to you feel me be a part of. Like literally, this is this stemmed from something that we did. You know what I mean? This is something that that grew because we were able to pioneer a way and and keep this team alive so i was super elated even even though we took a beating that year you know what i'm saying <laughs> it was it was the bigger picture was that we, we 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 created history again you feel me and we created something that will only get better as the years go on you feel me and that's really what what uh what's the most exciting part like it's just going to get better and better each year Man, and, and, and look, and, and it did, look, at year number two, you know, we come back with it, and, you know, I, yeah. I won't lie, I was a little worried, you know, we had had, you know, leading up to that one was its own little set of challenges, but mm-hmm. when you guys, when we finished out, like, that was amazing, probably one of the most emotional moments I had, because it was just, there was so much that we were able to get done, so then year yeah. two comes around, right, and yeah. you guys... You guys come in like there's there's this new set of heat that you guys came in with, and yeah. so tell me like tell like what what was the lead up when everyone was like okay we're doing this again part two, like right. what was the lead up for you like? Okay, so this time, uh, I definitely was trying to make sure we we got the word out early enough, um, and I also wanted to make sure that we were able to bring more Morehouse guys than we did the previous year. That was really my only focus, getting uh, 15 people down there to, to really field a, a full 15 side. Um, luckily, our coach, Sean, you feel me, looked out, got us an Airbnb. So, you feel me, housing wasn't an issue. That way, we just had to worry about transport and, you feel me, winning the game. So, um being that I play for the Atlanta Renegades currently, I was able to, you know, pull on a couple of my connects who, you feel me, wanted to be involved with the HBCU Classic as black rugby players. Um, and I was like, bro, you're in Atlanta. Morehouse is in Atlanta. You can mob with us. Like, definitely come down. Um, so we, we were able to give an opportunity to those guys to be a part of history as well. Um, but really, we were just gearing up so that we could give Prairie View a better game than we did that first year. And um, I think this third year is about to be 
one for the books for sure because I guess this is the tiebreaker year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I call it. I call it the 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 championship snatcher. Like, where where is it gonna go until we start it again? But I think that that was one of the things that it made me so happy because look, obviously I'm I'm very unbiased on whoever wins and loses. I just want everybody to make sure they're having a good time. But that being said, because you guys won, it in my opinion, I believe it became a rivalry, which I think yeah. becomes something much bigger than it is just a competition. And yeah. you know that it was like, yo, I got one, you got one, oh, we about to go hard for this last one. It's, it's tiebreaker here for sure, for sure, for sure. And um, that that's really what where I envisioned it going. You saw me like coming into the 2019 HBCU Classic. I was like, yo, I don't know if we're going to win or lose because we had a lot of rookies, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's kind of why I was able to um, utilize my teammates in that regard because they were able to help bring the Morehouse guys up. And that's really what – Rugby is, you know what I'm saying? If you if you know something about the sport, you impart it to the next person, you feel me? That's really how the sport goes because you don't want your teammate on the field lost. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be bad on you, you know what I'm saying? Because, say, <laughs> you pass the te- your teammate the ball and he just takes off without support, you feel me? Now you just lost the ball, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we gotta, you got to be on the same page. But, um, yeah, that was, that was a big big factor in how we were able to come out in 2019. Um, I was able to put my guys around a lot of uh, rugby knowledge um, in general and um, brought them up to speed. So that's why I think this year is going to be super interesting because now as um, I'm coaching them this year, I'm seeing that they're taking the reins and being leaders themselves. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to teach their, their teammates themselves, even though they're still, you know, active uh, student athletes they're taking that role as I'm the big brother uh, on the team. I'm going to start telling you so coach doesn't have to. You feel me? I'm bringing you up to speed so coach doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really taking that ownership of this program, and that's that's really what's uh, got me excited for this year. Dude, I love that. I love that. You know, one of the things I, I, I asked, you know, I was I asked to even the Prairie View guys was, you know, what, what was changes that you guys kind of had coming after the HBCU Rugby Classic? So I know the first one, it was a little different. But the second one, yeah, you guys had, like, legit spread. Like, I remember seeing, because you guys took the post or, or whatever, and I started seeing it on, like, some real channels. And it was really making a spread. And I was like, okay. So, like, <laughs> like okay. Yo. <laughs> Especially when you guys had done the chain uh, during your uh, – uh, uh, the 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 Morehouse pledge, the Morehouse Amamata song, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, like, has 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 anything improved for you guys, um, with from the campus or publicly after that moment, or you know what 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 kind of what what's changed from this last year going into this year for you, for y'all? Us, um, we for sure now. Like, if people didn't know. We have a, a, a stronger presence on campus. Um, we have a stronger social media presence as well to where, you know, high schoolers can see us and, and see that we, Morehouse has a team and we are, you know, still active. But I, I think the, the most change I've seen since last year is 
one, like I said, the the ownership of the team from from my young ones, um, they're really taking it upon themselves to to do the work that it's going to take for them to be successful as a program now and in the future. Um, but also, <clears throat> big changes. We don't have to, you feel me, fight with administration anymore. Even if we don't have an academic or a, a administrative faculty presence or a, a voice, there are more people administratively in our corner than not. You know what I'm saying? So whatever, if ever we possibly need something, at least we can be heard. You know what I'm saying? We can, we, our students are able to go to administration themselves without having to have like an adult, uh, adult coach talk for them. Now we have a voice, we have a, we have a demand and we also have uh, a clear representation of what this program is breeding. You know what I'm saying? Now we have rugby alum, like, come on. That's, In two years, I mean, we have rugby alum at Morehouse College. Like, that's something that has never been said before. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that alone is a, is, is something that's allowing us to, to get a better foothold because the, now the alumni associations from all over the country are, are involved. You feel me? Now they know exactly. So, they know what's going on and they know how they can support and help. So I feel like every year is only going to get further and further until rugby is the sport at Morehouse, man. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> the vision's yeah. one. Look, I, 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 I'm, I know I, I have a video that I'm going to end up putting out uh, this week. Um, yeah. This week that's just like why HBCUs need rugby. And it has been in my mind exactly the reason why and a lot of it has always been stemmed from the fact that you know when it came to football a lot was lost at during the 60s and 70s and especially the 80s and 90s when they started pulling athletes from hbcus and these smaller schools and uh going into that so you didn't have that basketball felt the same but rugby rugby has a right. whole different dynamic you know we have a different communication system we have a different method of distribution we're able right. to tap in and there's a world of selection, literal world of selection that can come through and be able to ele elevate not just the rugby program, but the universities themselves creating newer alumni and stuff like that. So to be able to see, like for me, it's seeing that and making that a realization and opening up that set, that new set of opportunity and network that people never assumed that they would be able to reach. Cause that's it, and that's crazy that you say that. That's one of the things that actually changed the game for us as we were, you know, pioneering to get to where we are. The fact that we found support that made us made Morehouse's support obsolete. Like we were self-governed. You feel me? We didn't need them for equipment. We didn't need them for uniforms. We made a GoFundMe. We had our uniforms. Like literally. We didn't ask them for anything other than use of facility, use of, you feel me, maybe a vehicle. Other than that, we're not asking you for a budget. We're not asking you for money. We're not asking you for equipment. And the rugby community literally in Atlanta held us down. You feel me? They were like, oh, y'all are the first rugby team. Of course we're going to help. Here, take these balls. Take these pads. You feel me? Here. You feel me? We want to see y'all. And then people from high country, um, James Dahlberg and the rest of the high, good high country guys who came in acted as our older brother club 
You feel me? We we really didn't want for much outside of the the recognition as a Morehouse team or a Morehouse sport. And that didn't come until we started winning, to be honest. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? Sometimes look, sometimes you gotta do a little meritocracy to get to to that point. But you show when you show that commitment, yo, people yeah. wanna jump in. Yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely something that was worth it for us and now they see the worth in it. Man, I, I love that. I love that. All right, so I, I, I'm going to kind of wrap it down because I, I want you to be able to go get your proper rest. Um, you know, this year, you know, we last year, obviously, we added this high school side. And this year, we've been able to expand it more, even adding the club side, bringing in roots and stuff like that into the, into the fold. You know, mm-hmm. when talking with these up-and-coming generational kids that are going to be playing rugby and been playing since high school, and a lot of them are now starting to look at HBCUs, especially because that's it's getting hot now. Again, to, right. to focus on HBCUs like it should have been a long time ago. Right. You, know, you know, it's it you, you go in and you're just like, all right, so you have these kids. What is it that you want them to understand is defined as Morehouse rugby? And this even goes to the possibility of Clark Atlanta and Morris Brown out there and, and the other HBCUs that resonate through Morehouse, but we'll talk Clark Atlanta since that's your sister university over there. But, you know, what do you want them to know when they say, yo, Morehouse College Rugby? What does that mean on and off the field? Um, so I, I think when I think about Morehouse uh, College Rugby, I think about our mascot that we had to choose because we weren't allowed to use the Maroon Tiger. Uh, and the mascot we came up with was the blood, the saber tooth. And what I think of an animal that's relentless, you feel me? And no matter the obstacle, no matter, you feel me, the terrain, you feel me? Saber tooth were out in the snow, you feel me? Still hunting like, like regular, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I think of something relentless that, that, that didn't give up and didn't take no for an answer. You know, which is the precise nature of the sport of rugby. And that's why I'm glad uh, Morehouse came into fruition how it did with all the adversity that we, we witnessed and faced because it showed that we, we were made for the task and that the team that we had um, was was ready for that mission. And with all the other HBCUs, I want them to, to know that all of us are relentless. We're relentless people. You know what I'm saying? That's in us by, by history, history. You know what I mean? It's in us by nature. So uh, I charge all the other HBCUs to do it like this. Try something new, you feel me? And, and get out there and join the ranks with us. Because this is something beneficial for all of us. And you won't really understand fully until you immerse yourself in it, you know? That's like trying to figure out what's in the ocean by looking from the surface. You can't really do it. Gotta get down here, man. <laughs> bruh, I love it. Yo, that is facts, bruh. That is facts. I love it. Dude, Scythe, man, I really do appreciate you, man, taking this time. Like, this this was great. It's a pleasure, bro. It's a pleasure. Like, you already know that Morehouse is about to come with some heat. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited that Roots, Roots is getting involved as well because, I mean, this is all, that's all it's going to take is everybody with this mission to link up and let me continue to utilize our joint resources to make and create 
So I'm, I'm very proud of the work you're doing and keep it up, bro. Can't wait to, you know, see where it all goes, man. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. Hey, look, I, I, and, and no, it's not just like a humble thing or anything, but legitimately this couldn't happen without you guys. We wouldn't have been able to happen without PBMU. Like this does not exist unless yeah. you guys are doing it. Everything else is just window dressing for me, but you guys already did it. And, and I just wanted to make sure that you guys can maybe get the credit. And if I can help be part of that, that's, that's the least that I could do. Thank you. And definitely a huge shout out to PBA and L. You feel me? Because they're, they're a solid rival. And I feel like with these two teams, two staple teams, where you feel me? The sky's the limit. We can start, you know what I'm saying, promoting HBCU rugby all across the nation right. with these two powerhouses of the university. You feel me? And I feel like all it's going to take is building a network of these HBCUs that will literally be responsible for each other. Yep. In a way, you feel me? Hey, uh, Fisk University is meeting this, that, and the third to keep their program alive. All right, bet. How can we help? Boom, 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 boom. You feel me? More houses. Boom, 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 boom. You feel me? It's, it's not. It's, it's a team. You feel me? This is a sport, but it's it's it has a bigger a bigger uh, a bigger mission. You feel me? Attached to it. So I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely down for all of it, bro. <laughs> Yo. I love it. I love it, man. Yo, thank you so much. Thank you for your time, brother. And uh, I can't wait to have you guys out here. For sure, man. Have a good evening. We'll see you at the end of this month, brother. Yo, that was a really good information. That was a really good conversation. Like I said, did you guys like it? I told you you would like it. Like I told you you would like it. Like, like, why are you tripping? You know you liked it. And guys, if you guys like this episode, uh, check out some of our other ones. Last week, uh, we spoke with, uh, Blaine Scully, we had Blaine Scully's interview, USA Rugby 15, 7, Leicester Tigers, Cardiff Blues. Uh, we spoke also with Angela Elena of Swiss Rugby, aka the Rugby Evangelist, the women's version. Grant Cole, don't, don't, don't take any offense to that. Uh, even before that, we spoke with, uh, Chise Bailu of Pedaled, helping to have high school and college kids find opportunity utilizing rugby as their method. And we had so many more. We had Phil Thiel of USA Rugby, Nia Tapper, USA Rugby Sevens, Dave Rhymes of Atlantis Rugby and USA All-Americans, uh, Tiana and Kyle Granby of Roots Rugby, based here, the, all, uh, African American, uh, predominantly african-american team and also um mike toussaint and raheem vital a prairie view AM. look all of them really great episode definitely go check them out and in the meantime definitely give us a review throw us some likes you can check us out also on gifttimerugby.com or get all gift time rugby on all uh social medias so you guys have a great one i hope you guys continue to say happy healthy and highly favored Yo, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Cheers.